What's up, folks? You are tuned into the Failing Frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. Um, we like talking about Star Trek. We do indeed. And what track are we talking about this week? Uh, well, we got uh, 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 the recurring nemesis. Uh, we've got some new digs. Uh, d- mm. Digs mean clothes, right? Or does it mean a house? I think it means house, place to live. Uh, we got some. We got. We got that new new. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, the worst thing I've seen in a long time. Um... <laughs> and you just witnessed uh, childbirth recently. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't even that bad. Yeah. It's, pfft, childbirth is nothing. It's after the child has been born. That's the horrifying part. For uh, the next 18 years. Uh, uh, um, then we've got uh, this week's episode of... Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, which had the probably the best thing about it uh, was the name. It was mm. Path. I've I've got Path Ferengi's Heart Place. Heart Place. Path Ferengi's Heart Place. Best thing about the episode was its title. It was. It was indeed. It was indeed. And I mocked up. Uh, um, you know, this morning before the episode was even on, yeah, um, so whatever, I mocked up two different um, things for this episode, two different thumbnails, and then I don't think I'm going to use either of them, <laughs> which was slightly frustrating. Whatever, ah, never mind. Fuck it. Yeah. it's so niche. It's quite niche. I know. I know. Um, uh, but before before we get into any of that, Mike, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you have love on your duty roster? Oh, um, not for the uh, thing that we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll talk about that later, but I just can't get it out of my head. How you doing, man? I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just um, planning away. I, I'm missing next week, as we know, um, because I am over Vegas in Vegas baby. for work. Um, Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Um, nice. and so far I haven't packed a bag I haven't worked out what flights I'm on I've got them booked somewhere but I don't know You know, they might be leaving on Sunday they might be leaving on Monday uh, I do not know so I'm feeling very you know, chillaxed about something I probably shouldn't be feeling chillaxed about how about, how about you? how are you doing? Uh, I'm good, I'm good I, um, I don't know if you can tell but I have a very stupid goatee uh, by <laughs> it. It looks. But I have got okay, like a it looks a bit longer. Yeah. Oh, um, very I good. Had, my beard was going for a bit, and then my partner mm. insisted that I shave it off, and I was like, "Oh, I'll shave it. I'll I'll shave mm. it." <laughs> and then I gave myself a silly D'Artagnan goatee, and then they were like, "And I was like, haha, how do you like this?'" And they were like, "I actually quite like that." Yeah. So it kind of backfired. (laughs) (laughs) But in the best way possible, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's still something you can wear. I think it's like every prerogative of a guy as well to go through a couple of like facial hair styles. Oh, I've had, I've had, I've had twirly tips. I've had twirly tips. I've had a chin thing going on. Mm. Um, I've had mutton chops. Um, But I mean, it's Halloween coming up, so... I mean, I guess I'll either be the devil or I'll be um, Robin Hood. 
try and or or do V for Vendetta, but only with face paint. Oh, that would be creepy. Yeah. Yes, I could get mm. black scleral eye contact eye eye things. Yeah. Yeah. Completely black out my eyes. Um. But uh, should we get into should we get into the news? Yeah, let's do news. Let's do news. Okay, so fir- first up on on the news, we got that new new. Uh, this is a story that I've that like we heard about um, uh, on Star Trek Day, and we haven't heard anything about it since. And like I've been checking in with this story because I I, I want to know what it is, uh, and that is the uh, Star Trek. Kid Cudi delab- deliberation collaboration, uh, boldly be, and just what the f it is. Mm. Um, and we got some details today. Uh, it's going to be premiering at comic at New York Comic Con. Uh, so Kid Cudi is going to be premiering his new song Heaven's Galaxy. Uh, as well as his Boldly Be clothing line. And, uh, well, I mean, it's a collaboration. It's marketing. Uh, and how do you do that in the 21st century, Mike? With Fortnite, of course. Yeah. Uh, the, so the thing Kid that Cudi... It's a franchise whore, isn't it, Fortnite? In that they'll, oh, they'll pick up anyone, won't they? Yeah, so have you ever played Fortnite? I've played it. My uh, little sister, the smallest of my sisters, had played it. Um, so I played it with her once. I was just like, I'm too old for this. It was when it you still had forced building mechanics. So it was still forts. From my understanding, there is like a fortless version of it now. Um, but yeah, that was too much for me. I can't be dealing with running around and making structures. Nah, man, not running and building at the same time. No. Uh, no. Uh, so, yeah, so Kid Cudi is going to be playing Captain Skiles. That's Sky and Styles. It's a, uh, it's, it's a, definitely a, a name. Port, a portmanteau, I think the word is. Is that when yeah. you combine two words? That's um, it, yep. Uh... Uh, on a mission to uncover the source of a sonic anomaly that threatens the peaceful planet Vada. A sonic anomaly. Oh, my God. So his song. It's going to be his <laughs> song, isn't it? <laughs> it's up to you and other Starfleet recruits to work together with Captain Skiles to uncover the source of this musical malady and restore the harmony of Vada while there's still time. Uh, makes you sick, doesn't it? Makes you want to yeah. just fucking. Makes you want to just. Oh shit! Makes it's you so weird as well. Bit on the ground. You'd think, and maybe they are, but from this from this article and the promotion I've seen, they aren't. You'd also want to promote the shows, so maybe as well as having his model in there, have like Pike's model and Ahura's and you know Spock's. Nah, mm. nah, maybe fuck that. Maybe. Or maybe mm. you'll just be able to have like whatever avatar you like to customize in in a Starfleet uniform. So you can be some like you know, big pink duck 
yeah. in a in a Starfleet uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I am looking forward to checking out uh, the song, "Heaven's Galaxy." Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's a he's a big old Trekkie, um, and I like I like seeing what what Star Trek can inspire in different art forms. I have looked yeah. into some other Star Trek inspired music. It's mostly terrible. Have you uh, listened to, is it Warp Core 9 or um, Warp Factor 9? It's something like that. They they do a lot of rock stuff. Everything I do, I do with William Shatner. Lose all my hair while my belly's growing fatter. And when I drink too much, he holds my hair in his hands. And while I'm blowing jokes, he treats me like the captain. Oh, when we get together, we both become. Talk about our favorite episode. I don't want to go to work, just want to hang with Captain Kirk. And if I had my way, I'd make it something I do. Um, so, as well as, uh, as well as Fortnite being a thing and music being another thing, fashion is also a thing. Um, and I like two of, two out of three of those things. Um, so yeah, the Boldly Bee collaboration will also feature, uh, the, the Boldly Bee clothing line. Uh, we've, we've been given a sneak preview at one of the items on this clothing line. It's a Letterman jacket. I was like, I'm not sure about this, so I'll show it to my partner, and my partner thinks it's amazing. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. They like colour. That's why we, okay. we always look so funny when we go out, because I, I mostly wear black. I, I mean, and, I was going to say, us two sitting here in completely black. <laughs> I, most, I mostly wear black, and... Like when we go out together, we often mm. look like we're wearing like similar outfits, but mine is almost entirely black, and theirs is is all different colors. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, mm. uh, and yeah, this this lemon jacket is it's a lot of co- it's a lot. It's it's <laughs> uh it's very like early nineties basketball, isn't it? It's like that mm-hmm. purple. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like I'm looking forward to seeing the rest. Apparently, we've got uh, tees, crew necks, hoodies, and a button-up shirt. The button-up shirt is is what I'm I'm looking forward to. Mm. I'm hoping there's some shoes. Hoping there's some shoes up in this. Um, but I guess we'll see more on October twelfth um, when they when it gets uh, you know launched at New York Comic Con with uh, if you are going to be at New York Comic Con good for you you will have an exclusive chance to to get yourself uh, discounted pre-orders on them bitches uh good so for they're you. not even available for sale at, at Comic Con no no pre-order Ooh. <laughs> nah. that's that's yeah. you got to make people hungry that's that's marketing for you make yeah. people want it mm. man uh oh yeah, sounds good. Yeah. You want you want to know what sounds bad? Uh what what sounds bad? Paramount reportedly working to get Star Trek 4 into pre-production quickly. Right. So, you didn't want to talk about this before we started recording and no. I completely understand it, right? For, but I for think the audience be- who can't who ca- haven't picked up in the last times we've covered um Star Trek 4, 
I am sick of it. <laughs> I, I am also sick of it. But like, I think because the whole uh, we've always said it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Stop talking about it. It's not going to happen. Leave the cast alone. That it's not going to happen. Um, I think we need to start considering the possibility that it might actually happen. Oh, no. I, I, I think what's a lot more likely to happen is at Comic-Con they might announce that it's happening in the same way they have announced it happening three or four times. You know, they'll say, the cast is on board, and then the cast will tweet out and go, what? Who? My agent doesn't know about this. <laughs> what if they? What if like? What if J.J. Abrams comes out on stage and then like the the lights go out and then the lights come back up and there's Loki. There's Loki on stage and he's yeah. like, I can't wait to watch Star Trek Four. No, I, I I do I do not think it's happening. It it's it's gone past the time. Um, when was Star Trek Beyond? What, 2017, maybe? 18? <laughs> this ain't happening. Um, what was it? What is it they said that the, that the story, because apparently the, uh, the, the script that they've got is probably like mm. the, the 10th f- iteration of the script they originally had based mm. on the idea that J.J. Abrams had. So if well, it's going to be that, is that going to be the, the story of like uh, Star Trek Generations, but it's Kirk and his dad? Well, that that's what they were saying at the time. The first announcement, the first time they announced Star Trek 4, it was we're going to get um, Hemsworth back in and he's going to play his dad. And, you know, even though we saw him die, he's back. Yeah, man. Um, even though we like literally saw him in being incinerated. Mm-hmm. um Maybe they'll maybe they'll literally do the ribbon. I don't know. Time wibbly yeah. wobbly, timey wimey, and all that. Um, mm. Break open a multiverse, and, different, you know, like parallels in TNG, and you know, this is the version where your dad didn't die. Yeah. And you look more um, like William Shatner. Yeah, this is the version where your dad didn't die and was also built like a brick shit house. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, how they're gonna fucking like that's that's the thing. Chris Hemsworth now is a lot bigger than he was when he played George Kirk. Yeah, you know, just yeah. like Dad. How come your uniform's so ripped? How come you're so ripped? Mm. And I don't think he's willing to go like he went skinny for that Moby Dick film. I think now he's got that app that makes him money, pretending that you can get his size. By just um, by just working out for twenty minutes a day, thinking uh, positively. Think positively. It's all yeah, up man. here, and it's all in here. It's, <laughs> in here. it's up there, and like you have that app. You have the app where the Rock yells at you to get up in the morning. You yeah. have the the uh, the Chris Hemsworth app to mm-hmm. make you think that to trick you into thinking that you can uh, achieve goals when you can't. <laughs> <laughs> we sound no very down, downtrodden no, no one can achieve goals no one can achieve goals how dare you even think you can yeah. um and uh and then what are some other celebrity apps oh um it was the Renner one 
the red the redder up yeah. yeah uh you can you can find out what weird shit imagine dragons styled music he's getting up to lately mm. um in in although I should, we should be nice he's in he's in that physiotherapy probably at the minute get yeah. get well soon jeremy he also tried to kill his wife at some point i think so. oh god <laughs> yes jesus or at least held a gun to her i think asterisk anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know it is suspected Jesus that he, Christ. or Mike remembers the story was. I'm not saying that actually happened. Anyway, uh, yeah. the moral of the story is Star Trek 4 might happen. We may have to get used to that idea. Um, and uh, don't get celebrity apps. They're just bullshit that try to trick you into thinking that you can improve yourself or... Uh, oh, Pull a gun on your wife, I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Mike McMahon, uh, creator of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks or showrunner of, of Star mm. Trek Lower Decks, um, was discussing Star Trek Lower Decks with Cinema Blend and basically said, you know, well, I mean, verbatim said, yeah, I mean, listen, we're in weird times. Everything is changing. I think everyone's going to, I can't stop talking like that. Because I've got, sorry, listener, if you are listening and not watching, um, I have my microphone on a on a microphone arm for the first time properly, and I feel like it is making me talk like I am a radio show presenter, and I feel like it's probably I, I should probably stop using it. <laughs> you'll get you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. I think I've gotten used to it too quickly. I think that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> Um, I mean, listen, we're in a weird times, blah, 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 blah. I would say nothing is safe. I don't have any bad news for anyone, but also I think you shouldn't assume that this stuff is going to stick around unless you vocally and watch it early on. That. Yeah, there's some dot, 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 right. presumably. Um, I do not know if we're going to have another season after the season we're working on right now. Mm. Season five, which has yet to air. Lower Decks could very well be a five-season show. What do you reckon of that? That would be absolute bollocks, but it would um, it would fall in line with what Paramount is and what Paramount does. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Lower Decks should be very cheap to make. Very cheap to make compared to a lot of the shows they do. Um, mm -hmm. But considering... The day after this news story broke, Paramount Plus um, cancelled iCarly, um, which is apparently one of their big shows with, you know, the slightly younger than us audience, um, which also can't take much to make because it's, you know, a sitcom, really, and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it, it feels like they could cancel anything at the moment, especially when Prodigy's gone and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. so yeah, if you, if you want it, <clears throat> you're going to have to pay and actually watch it on, um, Paramount plus to show that there's, or, you know, if you're in Canada or whatever, whatever streaming thing they have, um, to show that there's a cause for it. Maple, maple flicks. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have it? A... Poutine flicks. Po poutine. Po Amazon poutine. Um, mm. uh, they have, um, uh, hockey plus 
Yeah. Um. Uh. 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 Wait a minute. I've got one more. Um. I moose. <laughs> Is that offensive? <laughs> Mountie plus Showtime. Yes. I haven't done the I haven't done the stats to see if we have a single Canadian lister. So um, apologies <laughs> if any people are Canadian and we're we're apparently being offensive. Feel free to be I don't apologize. Back. I, call back, call, call I don't, our streaming service, you know, um, fish and chips, uh, you know, plus or whatever. I don't care. Yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, the British streaming service, um, Crumpets Prime. <laughs> Yeah. Being uh, stabbed. Nice... <laughs> yes. um, not talking about our feelings plus. Yeah. Queuing. <laughs> In HD. Yeah. Generally being assholes on holiday. Yeah. Uh. Just, just that. That's not even a streaming surface. That's... Yeah, that, that's just us. <laughs> that's just us. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I honestly, I th- I feel like it would kind of suck, but also it I would not be surprised. A mm. lot of animated shows have been cancelled a little bit too early, if you ask me. Some have, you know, continued despite being need like needing to be cancelled. Mm. And like lower decks, I don't know. I think the people who watch it really like it. But I think there's a whole lot of people, including in the Trek audience, who aren't watching it. I feel like it's just... Yeah, no, there's a lot of people in the Trek audience who aren't watching it. And I feel like a lot of the people who watch Lower Decks... I feel like I class myself in this group. Mm. Um, it's very much a case of, well, it's better than nothing. Really? I, I, I still yeah. very much like it. I, I mean, I like it, but... I feel like it's, 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 I just don't feel like it's as funny as it should be. Yeah, I don't think or it's as Star Trek amazingly as it should be. funny anymore. It's very Star Trek. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's quite, I mean, it's quite Star, I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's very Star Trek. It has a lot of Star Trek in it. Yeah. But it's, it's, I just feel like it's not that funny. Um, and so a lot of time, like, it's, it's like, what is this? Like, who is this actually for? Cause it's not f- mm. funny enough to be a good comedy and a lot of Trekkies really don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, I, I don't think it's as funny as it was. But I'm more invested in the characters than when they first arrived. So mm. what they've yeah. lost in funny, I'm invested in the characters. Mm. Which is, I, I guess, easier writing for them in the end because they don't have to do jokes constantly um, and can yeah. just do longer character stories. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I guess it's just. I don't know. So uh, lower decks, I feel, can often be quite lackluster. Mm. Um, and that being said, I guess we'll we'll go into the thing that we 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 decided to cover up front to get it out of the way because it's finished, it's yeah. done. 
the last very short trek ahead. Hopefully ever. <laughs> oh my god. How so excited. Mm. So disappointed. Yeah. Oh my it's... god, that was so shit. You know, I think over the weeks, so that there were, what, five of them total? Um, maybe six. And I think over the weeks we've talked about them, there's been one or two between us that we go like, oh, no, that's a good one. And all of them are too long for what they are. Yeah. Like there's a joke and then it's like, right, let's run this 20-second joke for three, four minutes. Let's and drive go, it into the ground. Let's yeah. fucking hammer this joke till it till it comes out the other side. Like, mm. oh, my God. So many jokes about, like, plays on words. Um, yeah. Like, and then this last episode was lit just literally, it was just an advert for Lower Decks. Mm. It was just an advert for Lower Decks. Like, yeah, Star Trek's great, and so is Lower Decks. Look at this. Mm. Look at this bit from Lower Decks. Look, at there's a fight in Lower Decks. Oh, look, there's nudity in Lower Decks. I did like the, the response of, like, oh... We could do nudity too, and then making fun of them having nudity by doing a nudity. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's it's that weird advert, as you say, for Lower Decks, but it's also, for me, it was a weird advert for um, the animated series where it's mm. like they have a little sing-song and then it's just going through clips of kind of the best of the animated series. And you go mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is this? What? Well, Why? I mean, a lot of people probably don't know. I know, I know for a fact, a lot of people don't know there was an animated series. Yeah, um, but it's it's not consumable now. If no. you try and sit anyone down who didn't, you know, vaguely live through that sort of animation and say, "Tell you what, just watch lower um, the animated series," that they will, you know, gouge out their eyes like they're on the um, event horizon before they finish those two series. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Uh, I mean, yeah, like it's it's definitely it's a deep cut for true true fans. Only real mm -hmm. ones get the animated series. Uh but yeah, that that song, man, like it's like the 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 pussycat dolls mm. and and the betty the the, the 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 Archie song. Yeah meets like corner shop but like so much worse i did like the intro like the intro with the star trek sound effects forming part of the beat mm. i like that i was into that and then they started singing and it was like really hokey lyrics and then it was talking about putting love on your duty roster and like like they surely surely all the people that worked on that None of them thought that that was good, right? No. None of them were like working on this going, I love this. Yeah. Just um, George Takei doing like, uh, what was it? Oh my, a fly, a pie. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more laughable on how bad it is than anything else. It's, I it's mean, baffling. I, I, I... Like, do they think, like, were they like, okay, this is bad. So we're going to have to make it worse. 
and then maybe it it'll like be it. so bad. <laughs> maybe it'll be so bad that it'll get memed. Maybe it's a mm. meme. You know? Yeah. Maybe people will be like, whoa, looks like somebody needs to put love on their duty roster. Hmm. Instead, people go into Star Trek ship posting when people start doing a flounce and they'll be like, oh, oh my, oh fly, oh shy. Yeah. And and as always, you know, if if you like them, then you like them. Um, You know, there, there's no accounting for good taste. Ha 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 ha. Only joking. Um, But, you know, it really not not for me overall. And you know, if if this no cost no no is... fuck that stop being stop being diplomatic. It was bad. Stop. <laughs> stop. Well, and I know Enough. we've got one or two people in the bad. in the Facebook group who who said they and they're wrong. It. Well, <laughs> yeah. I I don't want to be like that because some people are like that about um, Discovery as a whole. That like oh no, Discovery's you know the worst thing that's ever been put on TV. And you're like, this is not the same. This is not the same. These two, yeah. those two things are different. There yeah. is, oh, oh my god, like, no, no, those things are not the same. That yeah. not like it. Not one is resistance to change. The other is like, what the fuck is this? Who? How did this get finished? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, so beautiful, visually, so beautiful. I loved the, I loved the style. Like, there's a bit in the recent mm. episode where Scotty, I'm assuming he's being voiced by his son. Possibly, it parts of it sound very good. It, it, I don't think it was the new guy they've got on Strange New Worlds. I'm pretty sure. It no, wasn't no, that he, guy. he doesn't have like a a Scotty voice. He's just no. a Scottish man. Mm. Um, but like. There's a bit in that where he says, like, it's a stylistic choice. And, like, yeah, the original, the, the, the animated series, that was not a stylistic choice. That was a budget. That was, that was entirely based on budget. That was and... a budget and someone actually being colorblind doing it, you know. That, that's why Klingons wear pink a lot of the time. It's just like... Really? Um, I didn't yeah. know that. He's that's just cool. like, what colors are there? And he's like, um... <laughs> Wait, did you say colors? Yeah. I thought they were all shades of gray, like the episode Goodness. Shades of Gray. Good grief. Yeah. Um but yeah, the uh the like that was not a st- but the stylistic choice for this series, mm-hmm. awesome. Loved it. Um I like that I love the audio. I like the way, you know, and you could really tell with like like when Tendy introduces this episode, mm-hmm. like Especially having like just watched the episode of Lower Decks, you can definitely tell the difference in how like recordings sound now versus how they used to sound. Yeah, and you know, you know, some work had gone into you know making everything look and sound old and shit. And I love that. Um, but don't you? We do it, it every week. Hey. We do. <laughs> we work hard to look this shit, honestly. <laughs> Um, but don't you think a lot of that work to make it look like um, TAS? You know, the, the people who obviously inspired this series beyond the creators of TAS were Gazelle Automation mm. or whatever it was. 
that did yeah. Voyager, the animated series, that did TNG, the animated series, that that was better taking, you know, very well-known clips of whatever and putting it in TAS style than what this yeah. is. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's why, like, like we were talking about last week, like, you know, is there... Is there a world in which we have a Star Trek animated series that is like, that is not a comedy, that isn't aimed at kids, that is a proper, like, that is a Star Trek series that is animated, you know? I, I said I said to you last week, anime. Yeah. Like, how cool would a Star Trek anime look? Mm. Gonna... Yeah. I mean, I I don't tend to watch that much anime. Um, who knows? For all we know, there's a fan production out there already. I'm just looking uh, it up now. Yeah. A lot of this is just like. I feel like I feel like I'm about to have deviant some art rule, or whatever. I'm about to have some Rule Thirty Four snuck up on me. Yeah. Yep. That Night Cafe. Yep. That's AI art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't see it. Yep, that's just yep. That's a waifu. That's a waifu. That those are two waifus being very friendly. Yeah. So I I think the question comes down anyway to do you want to see another very very short treks or whatever it is, another series of it, another five episodes. Yes, but I, I want it to be good. I want it to be better. I want it to be better. Instead mm. of just hammering the same joke, you know, maybe get... A like, misunderstanding get, about a phrase, you know, yeah, being used. It's, instead of just getting, like, one guy who made one funny thing once, mm. um, you know, maybe get some guests in. Like, there's a lot of Star Trek fans out there. A lot of them, well, some of them have done quite well. You know, yeah. one of them... Is a uh, is a very successful musician and fashion designer, and you you already got him involved. Yeah. You know, get some get some. You know, they got um for the first short trek, first very short trek. They got uh they got a comedian in to play, um to play the captain. I forget his name, but he is very funny. Wasn't particularly in that episode, but you know. No, but like you know. Yeah. Maybe source source some talent for that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I uh, I, I won't miss it if it just doesn't come back. Let us let us let us know in the comments below. Yeah. How you what 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 would you like to see in the future of animated Star Trek? Do you do you mm. hope that Star Trek Lower Decks continues? Or would you like to see something a little bit more serious? Or would you like a lot more short form, um, you know, butt jokes? What other phrases could um, characters say and have misconstrued by someone else? Oh, two in the hand. What are you saying? I'm two in the hand. Yeah. Two, oh, I'm, two, I'm two in the hand. There's one in the bush. Are you talking yeah. about my hairy bush? Yeah. Amazed, you know. <sighs> Stupid show. 
Should we should we go into something better though? Should we talk about the actual episode of Rhoda yeah, sure. this week? Sure. Um, so season four, episode six um, of Lower Decks, Path Ferengi's Heart Place. Um, Ethan, non spoilers. What did you think of the show? The episode? Yeah, meh. Um, really? I found myself getting quite frustrated this episode. Hmm. Um, can you say about what in in non spoilers? Um, let me just. Uh, let, or is it the interrelationship to... stuff between two characters? The, the inter there's interrelationship between two characters that I didn't like made me feel a bit gross. Um, mm-hmm. but it's okay. It ended fine. Okay. There. What? Yeah. Yeah. So the 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 relate the 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 teasing of a relationship I didn't quite like, but it's okay because it ended up fine. The, mm-hmm. the treatment of a particular legacy character, to begin with, I didn't like, but it's okay because it ended fine. Um, there was there was a particular joke that is supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, but I think show actually showed quite a severe lack of, of self-awareness. Um, okay. Uh, uh, regarding consumerism. Hmm. Uh... I did have one lol. Okay. I think um, I had more than one. I, th- I had... No, I th- actually... I think there was two lols. There was a lol at the end as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I overall probably liked the episode more than yourself then. Um, it feels a lot like a setting up episode in that, you know... It's trying to do character evolution, but none of the actual evolution happens in the episode. It just sets up, in my opinion, evolutions mm. to come um, for at least, what, four of the characters. Um, so it kind of feels like a bit of a stall on on what could actually evolve. And, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say, yeah, well, it is a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler to say that mystery ship is still out there and we know nothing more about it and oh well i think we know i think we yeah, may a, a have been maybe bit. teased a little bit more yeah about it well yeah well, why don't um why don't we hold that for i'll do the um what happened in the episode and then we can actually say what tiny thing we actually found out about the um the ship yeah yeah give it give us that rundown mike okay the Cerritos is on a mission to uh, Ferenginar um, to start the path on getting them into the Federation. Captain Freeman is assisting in the talks with Grand Nagus Rom and Lita, um, but they trick the captain of the USS Toronto into outrageously favorable terms for Ferenginar, such as being able to use every Starfleet ship whenever they want. Freeman saves the day by changing the contract to give the Ferengi everything they want on the proviso that they get Kronos into the Federation. Uh, by showing the Federation our shrewd business people, Rom agrees to sign the original contract. Meanwhile, the lower decks, uh, deckers are tasked with going to Ferenginar to collect information for a Federation travel guide. Mariner, frustrated how supportive Ransom is, goes out to meet an old friend, gets drunk, starts a fight, um, and her friend calls her out that she's not being rebellious against anything anymore, and she ne- needs to figure out what's eating her up. 
Boimler um, wants to see everything on Ferenginar, but gets distracted by Federation TV, which is littered by adverts. And Tendi and Rutherford are told they need to pretend to be a couple uh, to see how couples are treated. But it all starts getting too awkward for them, and they are made to perform like they are in love um, in front of the uh, in front of the front. Rengis. I can't say that word quickly. Uh, they escape back to the ship and agree that they've got no natural chemistry, but we, the audience, know better. There you go. Uh-huh. Um, um, so, yeah. 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 Uh, what do you think of that op- old cold open with the Ferengi? Um, I mean, it's starting to get... The, the only tiny bit of information is that one of them communicated with someone on that ship supposedly yeah but these are starting to get a bit of a waste for me because you can you know if we had 10 episodes of showing you know lower decks on some ship and the ship blows up the ship and all the lower deckers die it's starting to feel like that where there's there's barely anything bleeding from this storyline and it barely connects i think one episode the betazoid episode it's barely connected in and that's it. Maybe you could have connected it in by having Rom um, push for the Federation membership now because, oh, our ships aren't safe because something's blowing them up. You know, yeah. but there's there's just no connection. There's there's nothing stringing these, these teases, which there are too many of now, to the overall season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. Like, you know, the... Uh... I think by now we should we should be it should be involved a little bit more in the A plot mm. for it to be a bit more satisfying. Yeah. You know? Um so far it's it's mostly just kind of tangentially tying into mm. to the main plots. Um I do think it's interesting that one of the yeah, but I think it's interesting that one of the Ferengi lower deckers knew that shit was about to go down. And had, you know, potentially, like, cut some kind of deal. Potentially hinting at, like, you know, something akin to what we were talking about is is the big kind of fan theory that all the people on these ships are being sucked into some kind of menagerie. Speaking of menage, speaking of menage, that'll come back back in. Yeah. Later in the episode. Um, Um, Yeah. So, so there's at least a consciousness or whatever to to talk to a a person for Someone that to break Ferengi. a deal with. Yeah, yeah. But what? May, maybe that ship as well is hoovering up because that Ferengi ship had a Genesis device on, um, apparently. So maybe it's hoovering yeah. up. Um, oh, disruptors from this ship and whatever. And now it's got a Genesis device, which it could use against someone. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's feeling so nothing for me, really, because it just keeps on... Give us more. Yeah. Give us more. More. Like, what is this Star Trek Picard where they don't give us anything? Like, if that's the thing, like, yeah. you know, Star Trek Picard, we, they gave us so little every mm. week and the whole time we were like what the fuck is going on that by the by the, by the time it got to the big reveal of what was going on we were mm. just like well that's shit <laughs> like yeah. 
It it does feel like you know in Picard season one that we're going to contact some um, squiggly alien um, androids and and they're going to come and kill all um, uh, you know human life or whatever or organic life. And we didn't we we know as much about that squiggly android whatever squiggly um intelligence as we know about this thing that's yeah. just going around doing stuff and it wasn't good in picard and so far it's not good here mm. it's just frustrating yeah mm. show me what you got show me what you got yeah and it feels like more than six times we've seen this thing now because of the the amount of times which i know it hasn't been so should we talk about the actual um the the guest stars of the week first because they're the the guest stars anyway um we get rom and lita back so uh chase masterson and max i can't remember his second name um headroom max headroom yeah yeah um straight off back to the future too um, they're they're back and i, I had max, the oh my goodness max groden chick it's a good one okay we'll we'll go with that then i'll just keep calling yeah. him max <laughs> yeah so i i had the same frustrations i think you had in that they turned rom into an idiot yeah, man, Rom is not. Why would you like? But I mean, it turned out like it turned okay because it was a ploy. Mm. What was it they said? Stupid cop, nice cop, something. Yeah, but um, at the end, it's still not a ploy because he's like, he's baseball obsessed, and you're supposed to be like, oh, he's a child who's baseball obsessed. And then at the end, he's after the deal signed. He's like, and now do my batting cages, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a um, bit frustrating. Yeah, it was. It was quite frustrating because, like you know, Rom is as a character. He's he's you know he's played as a fool throughout mm. most of most of DS Nine. But then by the end of DS Nine, you know, he's he's a he's a noble man. He's you a know, he's he's an engineering genius as well. He's an engineering genius. He is. He saved a, the Alpha um, Quadrant. He's a union man. Uh, he well, quotes. Yeah. He quotes Marx, and mm. like, like it, it's like it was quite annoying to see him sort of being tret like a like a fool, yeah. In this episode, um, mm. but like you know, we do see that it's a ploy. It's cool to see Lita as kind of you know being a bit quite cutthroat in yeah. terms of business, um, and like you know, regardless of how how we feel about about them playing rom uh you know it works they get a pretty sweet deal yeah up Uh, to a point yeah if captain freeman wasn't there they would get a very very sweet deal and um be off with it what did captain freeman do i think that i think when it actually got to the resolution i think that's when it got to the point where my partner was like this is shit okay so what Captain Freeman There's did... There's a point in every episode that I tune out of and miss because my partner is going, why the fuck are we watching this? Yeah. What what <laughs> Captain Freeman did, what, 
as as the Ferengi were adding parts of the contract to, you know, oh, the Federation needs to give us use of every ship and you'll dance for us now and sort of that stuff. She said, right, I'll add this proviso. You also get a billion bars of um, gold-pressed latinum. And then she added in the small print, uh, and but only if you recruit one other planet to be part of the Federation. And I thought it's going to oh, turn yeah, up like a... Uh, multi-level marketing sort of thing you know you if if you just get two people under you then you make a whole lot more money and then they get people under them and suddenly the whole world's selling fucking you know candles yeah or but that would, that would be like they would love that they would be they'd be like yeah <laughs> but but then um they sign without checking out the small print that she altered and the small print was the planet that you've got to bring into the federation is uh chronos um so klingon homeworld and they were like yeah. we can't do that you know and it's like well you don't get any of the special stuff then and they're like oh yeah. you're so wise captain freeman you know you you're a shrewd business person yeah we'll go back to the original contract it's like, yeah. okay um yeah. which yeah, she respects ferengi culture by of trying being, to swindle them like by being a shyster like yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah um and that and that's so on the where i was saying in the spo- non-spoilers bit about character evolution the minor evolution we get here is the admiral who's in charge of the uss toronto um says to freeman you know oh you know you did such a good good job there i'm gonna you know tell the um the headquarters what you did and you know we're gonna get you you know whatever this so i think you know it's possibly leading down a storyline there where you know she gets promoted or you know they maybe offer her a new ship at some point oh the old the old the old Riker maneuver yeah the get offered a promotion and she spends an episode thinking about it and then mm-hmm. says nah i yeah. like I like I like going around space and being like, "What's up?" Yeah. So I I think I think we're on that sort of path with with Freeman because of this episode. But again, nothing really happens in the episode about it. It's just you know putting the um, putting the pieces in place for that sort of thing to happen. Yeah. Um, um, I did like I did like the bit at the start of 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 the the Rom and Lita story where they, they bring that admiral a bust of himself and it has mm. like big gross googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and that and they also provide the invoice for it. I like mm. that that like a Ferengi gift, like you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was smart. I think Ferengi culture in, in the episode overall is, is handled very well uh, apart from one or two pieces. Um yeah. What what I think they could have done to improve the episode is, uh, or improve this this Freeman plot at least, is we go back to Rom's office, Rom's Negus office, um, and it's a very bland office, and you'd think maybe, maybe he'd have a picture of his son there, and because you know we yeah. can't have his son, we can't have him in the show. But it would be nice to still see him progress up the ranks in the background. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
framed photo of yeah, his son Star, with his Star ship. Trek Online can do it. Lower Decks can do it, you know? Yeah. 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 So that I thought that was a bit of a, a shame, you know, this barren office when um, we, we could have got something a bit better um, for, for Nog. Yeah. Um, should we do... Let let's do Boimler um before <laughs> before the rest then. Yeah, man. Poor Boimler. We've all been there. We have something yeah. important to do. Yeah. <laughs> we have something well, important may... to do, but instead we watched fucking Time Cop or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It made me laugh where he's like it looks like he's been up for several days watching TV. <laughs> And then they just say, oh, it's been eight hours. And I'm like, eight hours in front of a TV? Fuck off, mate. You know? Mate, those amateur hours, mate. That's amateur fucking shit. Yeah. Like, fucking, we... Yeah. That's, back in back in the early 21st century, people used to binge watch shit for days on end. Yeah. So, weak-willed bastard. <laughs> fucking... Yeah. So, uh, I, the... The point that you said in non-spoilers that you thought the joke was um, a bit, you know, they, you thought Paramount were trying to be, or the writers were trying to be a bit smart, but you didn't like it. it was it this joke about commercials? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my yeah. god, they even put joke commercials in in the show. Oh, how fucking how how taste how crass how tasteless. And then it has the Paramount logo. Like yeah. one, like that is a thing that Star Trek actually does now yeah so it's not funny After there's a paid the tier fucking... of of paramount plus where you still get adverts <laughs> yeah there's a paid there's a the, yeah one there's that paramount plus just jamming adverts into the middle of their shows gross yeah. two in a show about a fucking a post-scarcity world that isn't about consumerism the last series of star trek picard had the most fucking grossest jameson's advert in the middle of one episode mm, true and and then like having this like imagine getting product paramount... placement in star trek picard it's so gross yeah. and then just the fact that it was advertising picard uh not picard the fact that it was advertising um paramount yeah. when like paramount is is like the worst it's one it's the worst streaming service around and and to mm -hmm. like Paramount, you know, the Paramount studio execs are fucking shysters, yeah. and and like, oh, it's just gross. It's not like in a in a world like where like I'm fairly certain the Simpsons did that joke years ago. Yeah, Wayne's oh, yeah. World. It's too. an old joke. Wayne's World. Wayne's World did that joke, mm. and both of those times it was funny. Yeah. But now it's it's played and and it's also like at a time when people aren't fans of studios. People know mm. that studios are full of fucking bastards. And it's like it, it's just I think that like a f it just I, made I, me angry. I I I agree with I I hadn't even contextualized that point of view of it. I I thought it was more um, the writer's saying, because they say, oh, they lie to you. And then they just show the Paramount logo. 
And, you know, it would have, if you've got a, a place to put an advert, if you've got the ad tier of Paramount Plus, that would be the place to put it to go like, these adverts are going to lie to you. And then it cuts to adverts. And then you come back from adverts and you're like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I took it as the um, the writers of Lower Decks being like, Paramount Plus are selling themselves for ads rather than um, it being like, oh, no, you know, adverts are good. And here's an advert for Paramount Plus because we've got the logo in the background. So I, I, I see why we've got different views of it. Like, like it's for me. It's like, oh man! Imagine, imagine if we did that. Could you imagine if we did yeah. that? And it's like, motherfucker, you do that. Like, you, you do that. You yeah, do it, do that. You do do. You do do. Imagine the, if we do do. You do do. You do do. But the the joke isn't written by the people who are organizing adverts. So to me, the joke is written by people who hate that there are adverts in shows. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, totally. That's why we've got different points of view on it because it could be interpreted both ways. I think very easily. Yeah, I guess it just, it just, yeah. Especially in an episode where you've already made fun of one of Star Trek's greatest communists. Yeah. (laughs) Like to Mm. to 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 make a a a joke about the the about fucking capitalism. Mm. joking about capitalism when it's a capitalism that you now actively engage in yeah it's just like yeah mm. no, i i no I, I understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying yeah and uh for for the people who didn't catch the paramount logo boom here it is um so what what else is on tv for him there's the uh cop landlord show <laughs> that that uh, i did that did make me laugh kind of yeah. Of course, of course, um, of course, the Ferengi would glorify the landlord. Yeah, that dog is over twenty-five pound. When I got him, he was twenty. <laughs> and, uh, sign yeah. the lease, dirtbag. Yeah, um, and then the will they won't will they won't they um, workplace sitcom where everyone is love. Um, that was that was less Ferengi specific, so I thought it was less funny. Yeah, that's just mostly making fun of like stupid contrived love stories. Yeah, fucking the um, office. Yeah, yeah. Um, they certainly did have love on their duty roster. They did. Yeah, and and should we transition while we're talking about love because it's you know. Yeah, better better than anything we'll say about Boimler from there on, probably. To um, <laughs> the the main couple of the uh, the show. Yeah. So so Interesting. Tendi uh, Do you feel I I kind of feel as though this because like a lot of you know shipping is a thing. People ship mm-hmm. characters. I feel like yeah. this is maybe a direct response to people that ship Rutherford and Tendi. Yeah, I I ship them slightly. I, I think they nah. you know can be a couple i think they they could be but like they're um i don't know they're both a bit too clueless um mm. you know uh they love science <laughs> that's their true love yeah um, but the... when when rubford you know forgot who he was forgot all his memories um which happens sometimes to track people and then rebuilt mm. 
she was also there, you know, very sad when that happened for losing what they had and then was there to try and rebuild him. Yeah. Um, and then when they're talking about each other in this episode, you know, unprompted, they go into, you know, talking about gorgeous green eyes, being handsome and captivating. Um, and then they get put on a lie detector and they're still talking, you know, they managed to pass the lie detector, talking about how they like each other in some ways. So, well, you know, they never, they don't lie, you know, she yeah. does have green hair. She does have, uh, he is, uh, he does have a suit on, you know, yeah. everyone looks good in a suit. Mm. Uh, you know, they're not lying. Like I just, you know, I get big asexual vibes off, off Rutherford. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think the point of like, I think the point that story mm. was trying to make is 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 trying to force it. You know, it doesn't work when you try to force it. But then by yeah, the end yeah. of the storyline, after they've after they've <laughs> done like a fun, like pretend polyamorous relationship with Doctor Miglimo, mm. um, which I thought was funny. Um, yeah. You know, after they stop trying to force it, their chemistry kind of comes back. Yeah, you know, but again, it is it is more just like a um, like when they're trying to force me. My mic. Did you see that? The microphone just tried to kill me. Yeah, I um, did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, you know when they're trying to force it, it makes everything super awkward. When they stop trying to force it, they can be in extremely qu- close quarters with one another, and it's not even a big deal. So maybe maybe something could evolve in their relationship uh, yeah. but you know don't try to force it yeah no I, I i agree with that i agree with that it, it's just a case of um the only through line i got in the episode and it it only happened and i'm probably missing it or not getting the connection and again it's only my connection through other people get a different one is um trying to realize something about yourself or not acknowledging something that you know. So Mariner going through this, trying to fight the system or trying to fight the system when there's no system oppressing her. Um, And then, so she's not, she, she knows she's only, you know, she's been told to kind of work out what's, what's wrong and work it out for herself. And then we've got Tendi and Rutherford being like, also not acknowledging something or trying not to acknowledge something in there in uh, my opinion anyway yeah well for me it was it, you know the through line is is you know you know don't try to force it you know hmm. um boimler puts puts a lot of expectations on himself for this mission he's trying to force himself to do a lot of work which he obviously doesn't want to do and yeah. he's trying to force it and it fails ca- catastrophically you know, the the captain and the admiral, they're trying to force a good deal instead of just letting a good deal evolve through, you know, um, what's the word? Negotiations, you know, Tendi and Rutherford try to force, you yeah. know, try to force a relationship when a, a relationship like that will evolve naturally. You know, yeah. Mariner trying to force 
rebellion, trying to force, um, trying to force other people into an authority figure that she can rebel against when she doesn't fucking need to. You know, sometimes you just got to let things play out the way that, you know, that they'll play out. Um, uh, yeah, that works. Actually, that works more than um, mine does. Sometimes don't force it. Just let it happen, man. Just let it happen, baby. Uh, my uh, talking about um, uh, Freeman and mm-hmm. her storyline uh, leads me to my to so the the one of the lols, the actual LOLs that I did in this episode was when uh, Tendy and Rutherford jump back into that Jeffrey's tube. And it looks mm. like they're doing a sex. Huh. Uh, and I was like, that looks like they're being rude. Mm. Um, uh, but the, the uh, but that was more of like a, huh. Yeah. Uh, the actual like loud laugh out loud that I did that while I was holding the baby. And so I had to stop and go, oh shit. So that I didn't wake her up. Um, was at the name of uh, Freeman's friend, Quimp. Quimp, I think Quimp. Quimp, Quimp was in season one as well. I'm pretty sure. Quimp, Quimp. Uh, for those for those listening from an, another country, here in the UK, Quim <laughs> is <laughs> is a slang term for vagina. Yes, which is why it's so funny that um, Loki got they they managed to sneak. Loki say calling uh uh Black Widow a mewling quim into the first Avengers movie because yeah. it's like British slang. Oh Quimp. Hey Quimp. That's like <laughs> Is it only British like... slang quimp? Yeah. Oh or quimp. quimp. Yeah. Like yeah, man, you may as well have her cousin called um Cump <laughs> and uh, num num numkey. <laughs> what's another British slang word? Uh, what's a Brit? You're British. We're British, right? We can think of slang words. I've lost all my slang. I can't remember a single word. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I was preparing. I, have... re- I was getting ready to psych myself up to say "drip" when we were talking about cloven earlier, and I just couldn't do it. You know, I don't have that in me. Here in, oh, that's a British. So, in the rest of the world, in, before we get back on track, yeah. "drip" um, means like, you know, nice clothes. Hmm. Like this is my drip. Um, yeah. But here in the UK, "drip" is what you would call like a really dull person. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here comes this fucking drip. And for the Star Trek clothing line, it could be both. <laughs> oh, wait. You could have that kid, could he? Yeah. So uh, the the three laughs I, I wrote down were when Ransom comes in at the start and, and goes, Lieutenant Junior's grade. Lieutenant's grade junior. Lieutenant Junior grades. And goes, nah, it doesn't matter. Because every, every, do. everyone does that with birds of prey. They do birds of prey. Bird, bird of bird praise. Of praise. <laughs> I, I think it would be Lieutenant's Junior Grade. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I think it would be because it's like attorneys general, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked the bit where he was like, where because he was being nice, um, and she was like, and Freeman was like, oh, why is it so weird and gross when you're being nice? And he says, because I'm also so handsome, and I, and I, <laughs> and honestly, I identified with that so much. I have felt <laughs> being handsome yourself, obviously. As you know. as a handsome, I have felt the suspicion of other people. <laughs> you were in I'm... the band, handsome. <laughs> no, I like. I felt. I felt it. I I, I identified with handsome ransom in yeah. in that moment. I've I understand the suspicion that comes with being like a harmless goofball and having a completely symmetrical face. <laughs> X model. X, this is X model behavior here. Um, from Ethan. <laughs> um, the the other laughs I had were um, when the admiral of the Toronto goes, "Mr. Grand Nagus." Ron goes, "Ah, just call me Nagus." He goes, "Okay, M- Mr. Nagus." And he goes, "Grand Nagus." <laughs> Nagus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, um, I like that. I like and then that. the last one was Miggly Moe's. Um, I forgot what they call it. How how do you like our, you know, we, we'd be happy to set you up with our um, whatever it is, special plate. And he goes, oh, you don't have to throw up in my mouth twice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that bit. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's gross. That's gross. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so so they were my funnies for the episode. So yeah, um, so yeah, I I think as say or as I was saying in in non spoilers, it, it's just a a stepping stone to character evolution for me. This so Captain mm-hmm. Freeman potentially getting herself a better ship or better posting, Mariner getting closer to being stopping being self destructive, and Tendy Rutherford being closer to maybe addressing feelings for one another other than that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah like the that's the thing like the um you know the story with freeman was very left very sort of open-ended you know mm. quimp seems like a, a friggin i tell you what for having a really stupid name seems like mm. a like a class act you yeah. know you know he said listen you know he seemed quite noble like listen i'm your friend so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be fucking straight with you here you know, yeah. and you know, he's like, you know, you need to stop, stop finding someone to rebel against when there's, you know, the, that, that doesn't need to be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the, the characters as they keep on evolving, really. Hopefully yeah. they do. And it's just not a, an episode where they undo all the um, maybe character evolution. Probably will, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, probably will. It's it's short form animation, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why um, Bard and you know Lisa Simpson have only gotten one year older in the past thirty years. They um, got a year older. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they each had one birthday. What? Wow. Uh, yeah. Even though they've met celebrities that are dead and presidents that aren't presidents anymore and stuff like that. You know, mm. pff, fuck it. Um, yeah. What What else do we want to say about the episode? 
No, that's it. Right. Then, um, yeah, then that that's kind of it for us this week. I want to call out um, one of our friends on the on the YouTubes, a Mister Trek Trav. Uh, Trek Trav, yeah. Trek Trav, yeah, man. He You're also follows us. Rings. Yeah, Trek Trav. He also follows us on TikTok. Trek Trav has a TikTok channel of his own, so go check him out. Uh, he talks about Star Trek. With a name like Trek Trav? With a name like Trek Trav. Could you, can you Adam and Steve it? Like, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. He's an a, a, he's a, a Oceanian of some description. I don't want to say whether or not either way. Yeah, let it, let us know where you come from, Trek Trav. Yeah, let us know where you are. I'm fairly certain he's Australian. If you're not, I apologize. Um, Australian. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, follow follow Trek Trav on TikTok and follow us on TikTok. Hopefully, Trek Trav isn't Canadian. <laughs> oh God! Oh, if he is, I'm we lost just... Trek Trav. Oh no, no, he's like I'm Canadian as he's spitting. Poutine and, and shit out like blah, blah, blah. get oh. on, get get on his moose and come and get us. Yeah. No, if he's no, but now we've made that joke. He's like, nah, I'm fucking Australian. He's gonna get on his kangaroo and come beat us up. Yeah. Well, you you could ride your kangaroo into battle, Trek Trav. But uh, you'll never we, beat the ostriches. Yeah, um, we, me and Mike, we will, we will. Right, what's a British? We will, we'll skate at you on a pair of badgers. Yeah, that was the most British animal that I could come up with in my mind as well. Badgers, badgers, <laughs> an animal that we systematically try and cull every once in a while. Yep, yep. Well, they're they're a menace. Mm. Like Spider Man, um, they're the Spider Man yeah. of Britain. Yeah, <laughs> they they really are. They really um, are. Yeah, but you know, anyone else uh, who's got any any messages for them, we we are very happy to get them. Give you a shout out. Um, yeah, for the badgers. Beyond, for the we'll badgers. Some, if you have a message to give the badgers, will you just let us know and we'll we'll get we'll get it to them. <laughs> we we uh, won't always uh, try and vaguely insult whatever country that you're from. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, we might. We we might we might. <laughs> Um, then do we want to say, you know, that that's it for us this week. If, uh, other than commenting, you know, like, uh, subscribe, leave a review, um, uh-huh. TikToks, Twitter, um, do all that good stuff, all that, all that stuff, you know, there are links below for, um, and beyond that, it's just for Ethan to say, live long and prosper, you motherfuckers. And peace and long life, double dumbasses.